What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with me today. We have a, I think it's going to be a really exciting and interesting show today on admiration, admiration for self. And I was realizing a little while ago, like just a few hours ago, that I could not have done this topic. I could not have publicly come here to be with you and to talk about this even a couple of months ago. So that means a lot has changed for me. And I'm excited to hear exactly how this is all going to unfold for all of us. But regardless, I'm thrilled you're here with me. I love that you come and join me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week here on the Inspired Choices Network. It's such a great place to come and hang out, whether it's with myself or one of the many other amazing hosts that we have on this network. And we have so much to offer. So much to offer. It's amazing. And today, as I said, we're going to talk about self-admiration and why do a lot of us believe that to have self-admiration is wrong? Where maybe, just maybe, it's an actual kindness to yourself and even possibly a kindness to others. That may not fit with a lot of the ways that people have been brought up and the homes they grew up in. And that's okay. It certainly doesn't fit in the home that I grew up in and how I spent most of my life. And it goes to show that things can always change. You can always create something different for yourself. If what is present in your life is not I don't know, the word that's coming in is glorious. If it's not fun, if it's not glorious, if it's not what you would like, then you can change it. You can absolutely change it. Recently, I I, um, I asked for 10 volunteers, 10 women who would be willing to just come on Zoom with me and have a conversation with me where I was just going to listen. I wanted to hear what are you struggling with? What is difficult in your life? And so I just, I was just present. I didn't say too much. I asked the odd question, maybe for clarification. And I learned so much about what women are dealing with and what's difficult for them. And then in exchange as a thank you, we had a second session together where I provided them with some form of energy work or tools or resources or something to help them that related to the concerns that they were sharing with me. And this is one of them. Not that this was the reason for the topic today, but I'm remembering right now that that ability to say that I'm really good at something and to not be upset about that or to feel bad about that came up when I talked to these different women for some of them. It's it's very heavily programmed into us 
that we should not be egotistical. And I went and had a look at the uh, origin of the word of um, admiration. And it was really interesting. I went first and looked at the um, what's called the etymology of it. And I have it here. And this is, goes back to the 15th century. So the origin or the meaning is quite old. And it was saying wonder, astonishment, or surprise. Wondering at something. Regarding something with wonder. Now that surprised me. I would not have thought that admiration could have that that energy of wonderment. And it made me really happy. And it shows me, again, how we change the uh, current meaning of words and we lose their original energy and their original meaning, meaning. So when I went and looked in a Webster's Dictionary, and I do use an old one as well, I... I believe the date is 19, uh, 18, hmm, lost it, 1828, somewhere around there. So it, it is old, just not as old as the epidemiology. And it said, an often unjustified feeling of being pleased with oneself or with one's situation or achievement, egotism, vanity, conceit. Now, those are words that I could relate to. Those are words that an energy of that that I grew up with. And over those few hundred years, it took such a shift. Wouldn't it be wonderful to actually have that sense of wonderment about yourself and about others? To admire others and self and not worry about these possible repercussions of people thinking, that you're being egotistical, or you're just, you're so vain. Oh, that's a song I used to love <laughs> years and years ago. But it just places that program within us that undoes the beauty of the original meaning of the word. So we're going to get a little more into this today, because I think this is really important, how things have shifted and how we look at things now versus their original intention causes a, a problem, like a dichotomy for us. Because the energy of the word, the original energy, is still present. But it gets overshadowed or buried or pushed aside by current understanding and belief as to what that word means. And as a result, we impose on that word a different energy. Now, from my perspective, anytime we impose something on anyone or anything, that is not coming from the place of kindness. And so many words in, well, I only know English, but I'm assuming it's in other languages as well. We have shifted and altered the original meaning of the word. I'm going to work with it a little bit more today with its original meaning that wonder, that surprise, to look at something from a place of wonder. And we're going to look at ourselves. We're going to look at others. We're going to have all kinds of conversations around self-admiration and what it can do for you. So if you're 
with me and you would like to come into the Inspired Choices Network and be part of the conversation, then by all means, I would love to have you. So just go in and Google Inspired Choices Network and forward slash chat room, put that into the browser that you're currently using and come and join us in the chat room. Be part of the conversation, ask me questions and uh, let's work through this together. And if that's not your thing, that's cool. Continue to listen, please, wherever you are and whatever platform you are using, because you can find Cultivating Kindness with Karen virtually everywhere. We have so many locations to make it very easy for you to join in with us every week. So now, going back to the interviews, they were very eye-opening and enlightening for me. And it was interesting how every single person, every single woman, just after our conversation where I just listened, felt better. And that is one of my gifts. The energy in my body, the energy field around my body has a way of just reaching out, inviting you in in that space of kindness, that space of non-judgment and full acceptance. And then somehow moving through your energy body so that you and your body both feel better. It took me a long time. I've been doing energy work for over 25 years. Pretty soon I'm going to have to start saying 30 years, I think. And during that time, up until mm, six months ago, I could never say what I just shared with you. That felt boastful. It felt arrogant. It felt untrue, even though I knew it was there. And it felt untrue because I was very used to looking to others for validation of my thoughts and my feelings and my beliefs. So if I couldn't get validation from somebody else, that just by being present with somebody, even online, that I could help them just sitting there, just listening, not consciously doing anything, that I could make them feel better. There was no one in my world that I could tell that to, and they would agree with me and help me not feel embarrassed by the thought, maybe a bit ashamed of thinking that. Like there's all of these more negative emotions that would come up. Now, here I am live talking to who knows how many people and saying, I can do this. And I feel really good about doing this. And it's a wonderful part of Karen to be able to do this. Am I being boastful? Only you can decide that. Does it sound egotistical? Again, that's going to be up to you and how you receive the information. How I'm saying it for me is actually really loving. It's very kind. It's very supportive. And it's coming from a depth within inside me that makes it impossible for me to say it's untrue. 
getting to that space took some work. Getting to that space was a journey. And I'm so grateful that I was on it. So how about you? Where are you when it comes to saying something like that about yourself? How does it feel? Maybe it's not as comfortable as how it is for me in this moment. Now, that's not saying that absolutely everything about me, I am comfortable sharing and have the same feeling about. Work in progress, right? As I was told, gosh, who knows how many years ago now, a long time ago, that as long as you have a pulse, you will have something to work on. So work in progress. I had a great example actually come up this week for me for another type of uh, reflection on how I feel about myself and how willing I am to talk about it or share it. There, um, I live in Ontario, Canada, in a city called Kitchener. And there is a, well, there's a, lots of amazing photographers here, but there was one woman in particular that I've been wanting to work with for a number of years, at least four. And I finally got an opportunity last Thursday for a very impromptu offer to go and have some headshots taken. Uh, I have a makeup artist that I love. She was available, which was great because I don't really enjoy doing makeup. <laughs> she came and did my makeup and off I went. And it was, it was ridiculously uncomfortable at the beginning. And, but this woman was phenomenal at helping me feel good about being there. And it showed in the pictures. When I got the pictures, I couldn't help but smile and feel so good about myself. And then I shared them. And I was able to receive the compliments that I was getting from them. And as I was able to say back, I love these. Like, yeah, I look really, really good. And I wasn't I didn't look good just because my makeup was great and just because my photographer was great. I also looked good because my inner essence, my comfort with Karen shone through. And I saw her in a different way than I'd seen before, in a different way from the time I had headshots done for the first time, I don't know, over five, six years ago. That was astounding. And the fact that I'm sharing it with you is also a little bit astounding for me to be doing. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break. I kind of feel like I might need a little bit of a break. Oh, the comment in the chat. Wow. <laughs> it's never ending. LOL. It's true. There's always something to work, work on. I think actually the problem is when we think we're done. When we're not open to always changing or to think that we were the best we can be. Like, this is it. Well, whenever you make a conclusion or a statement like that, that this is the best, this is the top, I can't go any further or something can't be any better than this. That's a statement you're making to yourself and to the universe that, you're, that okay, I don't wish to have anything better. I'm not in that place. I'm always looking to grow and achieve and find something that's more fun more exciting, and for me to grow with it. We are not done. To say you're done means 
maybe that you've even decided like there's nothing else to do here. So why am I here? And I don't want that. That energy of the word done. I know we're off track here, but the energy of the word done is very final. It doesn't give you room for more opportunities, for changing things, for adjusting things, for changing your perspective. When you're done, you're done. None of us are done. I'm not done. So on that note, we are done, though, our first segment, and we do need to go to our first commercial break. So thank you so much for being here with myself, Karen Leslie, here on the Inspired Choices Network for another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And I'm thrilled to be sharing this with you. So don't go away. Don't be just done. And we will get back together again right after these few words from the commercials. Thanks, everybody. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so happy you're here with me today. It's a gorgeous day where I am right now, and the sun is shining, and it just feels amazing to be here with you. And to be talking about how amazing all of us are, each and every one of us. And you know what? I don't care how many things you think you have wrong with you. You have equally or more things about you that are not wrong about you. Everything that we think that's wrong about us is a judgment, a perception, a point of view that has been created from the point of view of others. Now, we think it's our own, but truly what we believe that we believe that's our own thought comes from other people. It does. So this whole idea of thinking that we can't admire something about ourselves is from other people. And how, how boring, how sad, how depressing 
bland would things be if you can't look at yourself and find something you like? Acknowledge something that you're good at. Where is the incentive to get up every day? Where is the excitement to go and do something or, or be with somebody that you love to be with? If you're always feeling that there's not that aspect of you that another other person would like to witness, experience, or be with, with you, then we run the danger, actually, of closing our life off, sitting back, pulling back, and not growing, not changing, not allowing ourselves to move more into who we actually would love to be, even if we're not conscious of who that is in this moment. And that's okay. The... Okay, who would you like to be? Let's start there. I am quite positive that every single person who is listening, whether you're live now or you're listening to the replay or watching it on TV at another point, I am very confident that each and every one of you has looked at another person and admired something about them. Anything. Their hair. My needs cutting. <laughs> their laugh. Their smile. Their comfort level speaking out in public. The way they set the table when you're invited for a special meal or a holiday celebration. The types of clothes that they wear, their take on fashion, how they parent, how they handle a situation with one of their children that you might've handled differently and you admired what they role modeled for you. Any aspect of your life or their life, right? There's something that every single one of us have admired. True on the other side, right? There's always both sides of a coin. There's things that we've seen with other people too that we've gone like, whoa, okay, note to self, don't do that. And that's also okay. We can do another show on that. Today though, let's look at that shiny side of that coin where you looked at somebody and thought, oh, I really like that. I like how they handled that. I like that they can do that. I wish I could draw. Look at that, right? This is step one in learning to appreciate yourself and admire yourself. And I know that may sound kind of strange, but it really is. The ability to look at somebody else and admire something that they are doing or an aspect of them to be honest, is a side of growth. It's a side, uh, a, sorry, a sign of you evolving and expanding and allowing yourself to be open to new opportunities and new ways of looking at something or new ways of doing something. When we stay very set in our ways, very attached to our beliefs, um, <laughs> I was talking with my producer earlier about weird sayings that we that we use. And here's one that I'm going to use now that my dad used, probably still does use all the time. 
when in Rome, do as the Romans. Okay, not sure on the history of it, doesn't matter, but I think you all understand what it says. This is the way it's to be done, and it's not to be altered. When we live our life that way, then we are going to have like those blinkers on like the racehorses do, and we're going to prevent ourselves from being able to see all of the other options, like this vast opportunity to look at things from a new perspective when we choose those blinkers, when we choose to believe that it's this way or it doesn't happen. It's putting us in a box. It's putting us in a small world. And you may actually really enjoy living in that space. And if it's a contribution to you, if it feels really good to you all the time, then there's nothing for you to change. Absolutely nothing. Everything's good. If you're finding, though, that it's not everything that you would like, then there's your opportunity to look at what you might want to shift or change a little bit. Start with wondering about, is there something in anyone I know or anyone I see when I'm out and about that I actually admire? I'd recommend not going on to TV and movies uh, as it's all very scripted and uh, well, I don't want you. Yeah, sure. Fake. <laughs> I mean, it's it's designed in a way to portray something specific. That's probably the best way to put it. You can admire, though, an actor or an actress or somebody's ability to act, but maybe not what it, the role that they're acting. When we can do this, and I really would love for those of you who aren't sure about this, try this. Go out, look around, and look for things that you admire in somebody else. And that will be an indication to you that you are willing to change something. You're willing to experience something new. You're willing to look at how to do something differently. Either it's for yourself, the way you're thinking, how you're moving. You know, if you're a walker and you see somebody who's got a really interesting stride and they look like they're walking with such ease. Hmm, maybe I should try that. I wonder. And then you watch. That's opening up you to a new possibility for something that you've done basically on rote, on how you go and how you walk. Anything and everything is an opportunity for change and an opportunity for you to grow in self-admiration. Okay? Remember, step one, see if you can admire something in somebody else. If you can, dynamite. Now. This next point might be a little more difficult for you to, um, to accept. When you can admire something that somebody else is doing, saying how they're behaving, whatever it is, when you admire that, it's because you have the exact same ability within you. Yep, maybe a mic drop for some of you. You have that exact same ability in you. Now, does it mean that when I have a friend who's an amazing, a couple of friends who are amazing artists, actually, 
and I admire their skill, their talent, their sight, how they see things, how they use colors. Does that mean I can be the same artist that they are? No. But does it mean that there's an artistic ability in me that I may not have become aware of? Yes. But mine may show up differently. Does it mean I could maybe take art classes and discover something about an ability in me? Yes. But if I never looked at a piece of artwork and never and thought, oh, that's pretty, but never actually took it to the person who created it and admired something about them for this creation, then I would never actually be able to know that I could do something creative too. I hope that makes sense. If not, right, you know you can email me. Karen at karenlesley.ca. Right? Email me. We can have a conversation. For a lot of people, this concept actually can be very difficult. And for me, when I first heard about it and started to work with it, it was very intimidating, very intimidating. But yeah, I mean, yeah, in the comments, say what? <laughs> I admire so many things in other people. Yes. And that's there within you. Now, it will look different, likely. But the basics of it, the energy of it, the essence is there. It is absolutely there. If that's intimidating or it's a flat no, look at why. Find someone to help you look at this. This is, this is one of the things I do with the clients. The clients, huh, that's awful. My clients. This is one of the things that we, for a couple of the women who I interviewed, that we worked with. Helping them understand that it wasn't wrong to admire something about themselves. And for one, that it was okay to admire something about herself that other people had so many judgments about. And so that made her feel that she, she shouldn't, that it was wrong to feel good about this part of herself because of the judgments from family. Right? All right. So you got step one, see if you can find something to admire in others. And then the next thing is to recognize that, that is within you. You only see it. You can only know this because that energy resides within you. Your inner being, your soul, your essence finds it within you to show it to you. All right. We're going to go to our next break. That was... um. An interesting segment. We covered actually a lot quite quickly. So if any of this raises questions for you, again, please reach out to me. I'm happy to work with you. I'm happy to help you out. Just by having a short conversation. And as I said in the first segment, my essence, my body can help things to shift for you that may crack open that door that you're being Hmm, very comfortable having locked closed right now so that you can provide more opportunity for yourself. So on the return after these breaks uh, or this break and our commercials, I would like you to come back. Join me again for this episode on self-admiration on cultivating kindness with Karen. And we're going to talk about the benefits of self-admiration. Okay. 
Great, right? So don't go away. We'll be back real soon. Thanks so much. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Today's topic's maybe a little bit of a challenge for some of you, and that's, that's okay. That really is. The only place that it may not be okay is if you take offense to it and you have that belief put in place so strongly entrenched with you that something different than what you believe has no value. And and that is okay. I do, though, and this comes truly from my heart, I do really believe, though, when we have that perspective for everything in our life, that it's it's not a kindness. It's not helpful. It's not going to create a life that gets more and more enjoyable. I said earlier, I'm always looking to grow, achieve, and learn new things. And that's 100% true. And that goes to myself and any other aspect of my life and my world around me. I'm always learning. I'm actually in a course right now on learning more about uh, entities and dark energies and just this whole other realm of things. And years ago, I swore I would never, ever, ever take a course like this. It terrified me. There was no way I was going to get involved in all that stuff. Well, here I am. I've had four weeks of it, and I've got another week to go. And I'm loving it. I was able to let go of a fixed point of view, a very firm belief about myself that I couldn't handle it. I bought into fears about myself and other realms that meant I couldn't handle this. And I was incorrect. I was wrong. 
I'm actually having a lot of fun with it and I'm so grateful to be in this class. I admired the woman who's teaching the program. I admired her skill. I admired her talent, her knowledge, her intuitiveness, which means that all of that is in me. Now, is it going to look the same? No, because I'm not this woman, I'm Karen. And it's going to show up how Karen chooses for it to show up, how Karen's soul and being is showing up. And it's going to be in time, maybe not now, perfect and right for me. Like it's okay. Yes, it's perfect and right for where I'm at, but it's not where I want to end up because I'm not done with learning. I'm not done with learning this topic or I think any other topic. Admiring others is important. Admiring that attribute of somebody tells you it's in you. So what's the benefit of that? You say, oh, I, you know, okay, I love that Karen shows up every week and just talks about whatever, makes mistakes, fumbles a little bit, but she doesn't really care. She doesn't get frazzled. How does she do that? You can do it too, but maybe in a different way. Allowing ourselves to see what we admire in someone else, acknowledging that some aspect of that is in us, and we just don't quite know what it's going to look like, is a kindness to you. It's a way of you reaching out within yourself looking for more, looking to shift something, looking to be shown what barriers and blocks and door slams and bolting you have done. And every time you think, oh, no, 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 I can't do that, or that's not me, those words are actually a great message to you to look deeper. Why would you believe that? Why would you believe you couldn't be a podcast or a TV host on Inspired Choices Network or anywhere else? Why would you believe that you couldn't cut hair like their favorite hairdresser because he or she just does such an amazing job. They know how to read hair as it grows on someone's head and that it's everybody's head is different. Okay, maybe I can't cut hair. I did try when my kids were little. That wasn't one of my skill sets, but I also never took the time to learn how to do it. I never took the time to educate myself. I never took the time to look into it and explore it. And just because it's in me doesn't mean I need to do it. But acknowledging that this is a part of me expands who I am, expands my belief in me. It expands confidence, courage, love. A desire to connect with Karen. And I find the more I connect with Karen, the more I desire to connect with others. 
when I was in states of like very severe depression or like just heightened, heightened anxiety, those were times when I couldn't, I didn't know how back then, I didn't want to connect in with myself because everything I saw and was experiencing in those moments was unpleasant, uncomfortable, awful, and made me feel poor about myself. Finding something to feel good about, anything, cracked open a window, let a little bit of light shine in to that very dark space that I had been or currently was living. Acknowledging I could do something well, whether it was baking muffins, and I was great at baking muffins, couldn't do cookies well when my kids were little. Uh, they always got burnt on the bottom. Now I can bake cookies without burning them, but it was a running joke. But it was still a joke that made me feel bad, even though I joked about it. Everyone would pick up the cookie, look at the bottom, go, yep, it's too dark. And we'd laugh, but I felt bad. Knowing that you can do something well, like baking muffins, was something I could look at and would make me feel better when my cookies wouldn't be great. Every time we find something within us, we bring ourselves forward more. We give ourselves more of an opportunity to say, hey, I like you. And to say, hey, I like you because, and fill in some reasons. That's self-admiration. That's good for you. Do you need to tell other people? No, but you can. And if it's a change in your behavior, you may get a little pushback. You may get people that are feeling that you're a little egotistical or you're too boastful. Right? And the odd thing about this, though, is when we're young, you know, we strive to get good marks in school. We strive to do well at an activity or a sport. We want other people to acknowledge it and to say we did well about it. And they may. So you're playing a sport. Um, you score points and you score multiple points. And at the end of the, the game, your teammates and others and parents are saying, well done. You did a great job today. Your skill set was really on today or whatever it might be. However, for a lot of young people or any age, to be honest, later on when they go and say, I really had a great game. I scored a lot of points today. I really made a difference in our team being able to win today. Or however it comes out of that person's mouth, whatever those words are. And then what can happen is they'll say, you're being very egotistical. Yes, you had a good game, but you know, don't let it go to your head. Some words are going to come out that are going to make you feel uncomfortable that you actually just repeated what you were feeling and hearing from others before, but now it's not okay. We get these, these constant mixed messages in all areas of our life, but they're very prevalent when we are looking at ways to feel good about ourselves. You can feel wonderful the way you're dressed and somebody can compliment you. But if you go up to someone and say, hey, don't I look great? 
you may get a couple of different responses. It's crazy how convoluted and mixed up and intertwined all of these different energies are. And we wonder why we have trouble. We wonder why it's difficult to always be feeling good about ourselves. And this is part of it. All of these mixed messages and then all of the programming when you're growing up and the interactions you've had from other people, whether it's when you're young or when you're working in the workforce, whatever it might be. So you don't need to share it right away or ever if you don't want to. But I want you to know deeply in your soul and heart to know that there's parts of you that you admire. There's parts of you that you really like, that you love, and that you're so happy that this is part of who you are. How you feel and how gentle you are when you're with a little baby or a new puppy or a young kitten. And just envelop that. Let that be part of you. Do you need to say anything? No. But acknowledge it for you. It's important we acknowledge things about ourselves. It's really important that we don't just buy into what people tell us or what they mirror or show us. We need to know who we are. When we know who we are, then and only then can we actually look to make changes if we wish. So think about that. How well do you know who you are? We're going to go for another break. During that time, maybe contemplate how well do you know you? And think about those attributes that you have that you could start to embrace. All right. Got it? All right. Enjoy thinking about all these wonderful parts of you. And when we come back after this commercial break, we are going to continue to look at what this means wrap it all up and bring it into looking at ourselves from our soul's perspective. How would it be to look at you through the eyes of your soul instead of the eyes of everybody around you? All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being here with me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. We're here on the Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back with you. All right, thanks so much. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad you're here. 
we only have a short period of time left to kind of wrap all of this up here. I think, I'm hoping that you now have the understanding that admiring something in somebody else is a good thing. It's not coming from a place of envy or judgment or any of these other labels that we could have. It's a built-in mechanism that your inner soul, your divine being has within each and every one of us as a way of showing us the amazing attributes of ourself. So yes, it is fine. It is good. It is great to actually acknowledge different parts of other people, other situations that you admire. Then bring that around full circle to yourself. Know that within you is that same attribute or that energy of that same attribute. We talked quite specifically about it in the previous segment. So if you're just joining us now, I really encourage you to go back, hear the replay and start from the beginning because it's important that we understand that although the attributes in us, that does not mean it's going to show and be the exact same way it is for another person, right? So yeah, please go back. That is really important. And then acknowledging this, admitting it, if that's the word that comes through for you, letting those barriers go so that you start to feel even better about yourself. When we can look at ourselves from the eyes of our soul, from within, without the judgment, without that programming, without all of those filters that have been given to us over however many years you've been on this planet, it can be amazing. It can be astonishing. Allowing yourself that gift to look at you through the eyes of your soul. And I don't know how else to describe this, but seeing yourself from within, seeing your strengths, seeing that position of power that you actually have that you haven't maybe acknowledged or embraced very much. This is your authenticity. This is you allowing yourself to look at yourself in that pure essence without any of the judgments and filters. This allows us to become more authentic in who we are and who we choose to be. But from that place of genuinely loving who we are, and when we are in that that energy, it really is unlikely that you're going to come across as boastful or arrogant. It's unlikely that people are going to respond in a harsh and negative way. Now, key words, unlikely. Is it a given? No, nothing is. But if you are coming from that space of true inner knowing, then you will have a much easier time. You'll have more awareness on how to respond and you'll be less triggered into reaction when somebody says something that makes you not feel as good about yourself. That's a whole big other topic. We can do a a show on that at another time. 
but knowing from the inside, your inner core, the loveliness, the beauty, the strength that you have is such a gift to you. And then you end up modeling that. You end up just being that person. That allows somebody else to see you and admire an aspect of you. See the ripple effect that starts? Then they get to look at themselves and recognize, hopefully, that they have that within them. And it just keeps going. It never stops. As we step more and more into our beautiful self, that authentic way of being, we actually encourage others to do the same. And what kind of world will we then be creating? How will you be empowering others to take that step to change something that's not working for them, to allow something to crack open and a little bit of light to come in so they can expand their world so that they can grow and they can have that life they would love to be living. It's so important. It's all about love. It's all about self-love. And there's all kinds of judgments around that as well. But please, if, if nothing else comes out of today's program for you, know, and, and maybe you need permission. So I'm giving you permission to know that self-admiration is a good thing. It's a positive thing. And I wish that more and more people would do it. Think about what you would be role modeling for those around you. Right. We have minutes left. So I quickly want to say, A, thank you so much for being here with me. Know you can get in touch with me if you would like. I'm on all social media platforms all over the place. And I am going to be letting you know now, but not so much in this moment, that I have a brand new customized monthly program that you can work with me and help you um, on a consistent, regular basis to move through and crack open and let go of those foundations that are keeping you stuck, right? Next week, we are gonna talk about, can you be kind and also have a backbone? So thanks for joining. Thank As you for always, listening to Cultivating Kindness, kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.